Welcome to the Q4 Impact Podcast, where we challenge the cultural norms of aging through scripture, story, and conversation. Welcome back to the Q4 Impact Podcast. I'm back with the founder of Q4 Impact and my co-host, Ron Regenstrife. Welcome back, Ron. Good to be here. Let's go after it. Let's do it. I know at one point, just in, in talking about what this topic would be, we thought, oh, it might be a little lighter of a topic compared to the decision-making that we discussed over the last two episodes. But in reality, it has a little bit of weight. Why don't you introduce today's topic for us? Uh, well, I have to introduce Jack Nicholson. Um, <laughs> he needs no introduction. Yeah, he probably doesn't need uh, <laughs> Uh, he, yeah, he really, you think about this movie, kind of coined that uh, concept of bucket list. I I was wondering if for this session, I was trying to think of how do we change the name, you know, maybe to priority list or goal list or dream list or love list or something, but I <laughs> couldn't settle on anything, so. Yeah, so bucket list is our topic, and you're right, that term from the movie if you can believe all the way back in 2007 i think is when it first came out um it is so common now my son and i actually use the term to capture all of the fun adventures we want to do every summer so we make our summer bucket list but i know for the movie for those that may not be familiar the connotation had to do with things that people would want to experience before the end of their lives. And it really focused on the external activities or experiences. And for our purposes in today's conversation, we don't wanna leave it with just the external. Share a little bit more about what we wanna talk about. Yeah, the thing that I think you can recognize that is gets lost maybe is you know, the fun part of the movie is re remembering all of the experiences that they, they had. But before the experiences, there actually was a list. And if the list hadn't been made, yeah. then chances are a few of those experiences would have been left out. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's easy for me to say, because I'm a list guy, I'm just <laughs> always making lists. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's a healthy thing to do. And, it, and it's a part of planning. It's a part of uh, the verse of scripture and Psalm to you know, teach us to number our days yeah. that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. And that's kind of, to me, it's similar to, you know, making a list, taking inventory, taking account of how long life is and where we are in the course of our lives. And so, you know, to, to think about what are the things that you really want to do before it's too late to do them. And the, the movie was great because some of those activities, you're like, boy, these guys had to get that done pretty quickly because there wasn't a lot of time left. And in some ways, for those of us in our fourth quarter, you could say the same thing. There are things I want to do with my sons, with my grandchildren, with my wife, that if I don't get going, 
it could be that I might not be well enough to do some of those things. So it's why I encourage people to make a list and to take some time to recognize where they are in life and to be realistic about your age and your capabilities, the likelihood of, you know, I'm, I did a, a, a long bike ride uh, last year. I don't think I'd be on that ride, you know, when I'm 90 years old. So uh, I hope I could do something like that into my 80s, but no guarantees. So if I want to do that, you know, the sooner, sooner the better. So I'm curious, is it on your list for, for another ride anytime soon? Oh, yes, at least one more. Uh, and I'd, I'd love to do a longer one. You know, uh, it... It just making a list or, or a bucket list or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it just it just gives you more stimulation, motivation to get it done, to just make it happen. Do it. Just do it. So. It does. I think what I took away from from your comments is that numbering our days and really identifying the stage we're in. And what came to my mind is it's not just for ourselves. I think there also is benefit to having an other's perspective. And what I mean by that is I have had friends with parents in their fourth quarter, and they don't really like to contemplate their passing. And so I get that on one hand because it it's heavy and it can be sorrowful to consider the loss of a much-loved parent. But I think there's a positive benefit to really facing that reality and numbering the days. And I know I've mentioned my my own mother on this podcast before, but I recognize that at 88 years of age, I do not have as many years left with her as I once did. And so by numbering her days, if you will, or identifying that stage of life, I am able to be more intentional in the way that I now approach our relationship. And I think it's it's twofold. It's not just um, maybe the bucket list that I might have of things that I want to do with or for her, but as I identify that, it helps me have the privilege and the opportunity of knowing her own and maybe coming alongside to help her accomplish or experience things that are of importance to her um, before her end of life. So that other's perspective is equally as important than just our own, I think. And when folks typically hear the word bucket list, I think the tendency is Okay, what are the you know fun things I want to do? And you know, yeah, that's part of the list, but it's not the whole list. By numbering our days, and maybe we use grandchildren as a good example. Uh, I'm guessing that many of you think your grandchildren are equally as special as mine, <laughs> and so uh, if they are then you say, well, boy, at this age, what am I going to be able to see? What's the likelihood of witnessing, you know, their their wedding or their having children, having great-grandchildren? And so, you know, there's no promises for some of those. 
So when I think of my grandchildren, I say, okay, then I better do something soon that can just become a memory, become an experience together, become something that she'll remember me by. Uh, In a few weeks, I'm going to be driving up to where my oldest granddaughter is and driving her to the airport and then flying with her to Atlanta from Northern California, just the two of us. And I am so looking forward and I, I, you know, believing that's going to be a special thing that one day she'll talk about, you know, her and her poppy when, when I came up to pick her up and take her back to, to Georgia. So it's, it's being deliberate Mm. and being purposeful in including not only fun things on your list, but really meaningful things on that list. Yes. And sometimes those things are external or they are experiences, but not always. Um, Sometimes they are that relational aspect like you're talking about. Yeah. And relational that on that particular instance, that's a, that's a positive thing. And mm-hmm. people would immediately react, oh, what a wonderful thing to do. But what if the list included reaching out to someone that you had been separated from because of some misunderstanding or some circumstance that someone did something they shouldn't have done? And so I think a g- great topics and items to be on that list are topics that relate to reconciliation. I I love that word. I think that is such a Jesus word. I mean, it is a New Testament, like we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. And so are there apologies that we need to make? You know, Susan, I, I think of almost always if not always there's there's very few breaking relationships where someone is a hundred percent innocent and the other person is a hundred percent guilty and so even if it's 90 10 or 95 5 maybe god would have you own that five or that 10 of you know going to that person and apologizing or making some form of restitution of something or or just dealing with forgiveness of saying, Lord, help me to have forgiveness towards this person. And how, how can I do that, especially when there's hurt involved? And uh, those, are, those are things that, that, that could be, should be on your bucket list. I agree. It makes me think of the movie we referenced at the beginning of this episode. And for those that know it, um, Morgan Freeman encouraged his friend, played by Jack Nicholson, to reconcile the relationship with his daughter. And what a great culmination. And of course, that was Hollywood. But that's the very thing you're talking about, to include something of, um, of greatest worth. Uh, as I always tell my son, it's people over things. And do we have that same um, mentality when it comes to creating a list? 
Is it all about just doing or experiencing or are there people things that have infinite value? Of course, we both know the answer to that. The people- We do indeed. Yeah, on, by, by far the more important things to make sure uh, as we finish our lives, we haven't left things undone or hurts that, that we're guilty of creating. I, I want to encourage all of us to, to be maybe more thoughtful mm-hmm. about our part in in the in the differences that exist between those that we may maybe have a hard time with and to really seek to want to understand what we could do about that or what we could have done better in that uh, breakup of some form of relationship challenge so it's a good challenge I am also mindful that there may be some listening that, that already do this. Maybe they feel like they don't have things undone or they're are working their list, so to speak. And from that other's perspective that I just mentioned earlier, I think a challenge that we could pose to that group would be maybe you can come alongside someone else who hasn't yet done that help them make their list or help them fulfill their list. Sometimes we need someone to link arms with us, whether it's simply to enjoy an experience um, or something as difficult as processing how to do the things you're talking about that lead towards the reconciliation of a broken relationship. We are not meant to do all of life alone. No, we're not. And, you know, just going back to to this concept of of uh, having a list of things to do, I I feel like I somehow have to apologize because I make a lot of lists and and I'm not going to apologize for that because it's so helpful. It's so helpful. I don't know how people get things done that don't write things down and and create lists for themselves of you know, of what's, what's left that's undone. What, what do you want to get to the end of your days and have accomplished? Well, you know, you want to, to identify the, the best parts of life and make sure you're giving as much energy as you can to, to those positive things in life. It's a worthy challenge. So though perhaps a little lighter topic, there's still weight. It requires thoughtfulness. It requires intentionality and being purposeful to make sure that there are no empty boxes when we get to the the days when we can no longer perhaps do as easily. And that, you know, Any closing words? Yeah, I'm just starting to say, Suze, that that's maybe one of the recognition parts of this episode is that friends you got to recognize that there will come a day where you won't be able to do things that you had been able to do 
So instead of, I don't want to talk about that, or no, that's negative. No, that should, you could use that as a positive to inspire you to do the things soon that you know you really want to get done. Yes, absolutely. Ron, thank you for sharing your thoughts on this topic. We hope you have been inspired to make a bucket list if you don't have one or a love list or dream list or hope list, whatever you may want to call it, and get busy today while we still have today in which to do it. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next Monday when we will be talking about how to limit our regret. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Q4 Impact Podcast. Please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on so you continue receiving encouragement and practical tips on how to live your fourth quarter continually impacting the world around you for Christ.